Welcome to the Sad Bastard. I'm Dave Tarnowski. And I'm unsure of anything right now. It should be an easy decision, leaving D.C. and returning home to New York. At least for a year or two. But yesterday I had a bit of a freak out and decided I was staying in D.C. Then last night I went the opposite direction and decided to move again. I spent Friday and Saturday with my brother in Astoria, the neighborhood I once lived in and decided I was going back to. And I absolutely loved it there. It's so easy to walk around. Everything is pretty. Well, I mean everything except the rats and the roaches and the garbage. But that's New York. It's a package deal. And then there's Astoria Park, which is this sprawling, beautiful thing just minutes away from the bustling part of Astoria I want to live in. An area called Ditmars. It's one of my favorite things on Earth. It's right by the East River, right by Hellgate Bridge, which is the most gorgeous bridge I've ever seen in my life. And Ditmars holds no old memories for me. That's key right now. There are no ghosts of my life walking around those streets. If I stayed in D.C., it would be nothing but a reminder of the marriage that I went there with and lost there. I had planned for this week's episode to be a diary of the four days I spent in New York. And in a sense, it will be. But I'm writing this on the last day, Monday the 5th. And we'll record it when I get back to D.C. tonight, and it'll be released on Friday. And I'm going to need at least another week or so to process this whole experience, I guess I could say. More than just a trip. It was my first trip away in almost a year. My first time seeing anybody in... Jesus, way too long. It's hard to even think. It's a hard decision to make moving anywhere. And I don't know where I belong. Maybe it is New York. Maybe it always has been. But all that's in my head is uncertainty. Just yesterday, when I freaked out about it, I decided then and there, no. I'm staying where I am right now, DC. Let me just stay on my own, far away from people. When I'm emotional, I make rash decisions, quite often very bad ones. But I thought back to earlier this year, and when I decided I was moving back to New York this summer, I was emotional too. I was missing people. Then I came out here and got my fill of people and thought, well shit, maybe I don't need to be around them all the time. But it's better to have the option. I never gave myself the chance to find my tribe in DC. I don't think I ever wanted to, and I don't know that I ever would if I stayed. I was happy with my tribe of two, my wife and I, and she is all that DC reminds me of. So just for that, I shouldn't stay.
as I said, Dittmar's in Astoria holds no memories for me. And I could be happy there. I think. Honestly, I don't know if I'd be happy anywhere. And if it doesn't work out, after a year or two, I'll figure out where to go next. It's all part of moving on. Making my own decisions. Deciding how to paint on the blank canvas of my new life. I don't want to use the same old colors. But does anyone truly change much? I mean, before the pandemic, I joked about staying home all the time and avoiding people. Well, they weren't really jokes so much as me admitting that that was the case and memes that people found funny because they saw themselves in. They felt seen. This was the first time I've seen people I knew since last year. And it kind of overwhelmed me a little. When I first met up with my brother in Astoria on Friday, I was suddenly introduced to his entire crew of friends, which is basically the entire neighborhood because he's an extrovert. They're all great people, and I know I'll go out more and have many more adventures in New York. And the more I write it out, the more I know that this is the right decision. It just makes the breakup with my wife all that more real. I'll be physically moving far away from her. That hit me Friday morning when I was on the train from DC. The enormity of the whole thing. But when I was in Astoria, I didn't think about it pretty much at all. I wandered around the neighborhood, hour after hour, and enjoyed nearly every minute of it. It's something I can't say about my life in a very long time. Maybe it was coming to my parents' house yesterday that did it, that caused the freak out. Being around so many more people that I've known for years. And this place holds memories of her. Memories of when I was here last, which was during the first separation from her. I had been filled with hope when I left here. Hope that we could work things out. Then I moved back and two weeks later the pandemic hit and we were done for. So being back here has brought back the feelings of not knowing which way to go that I had for the three months that I stayed here. Then four months after returning to DC, things were over. So it's such a mix of feelings right now. And I truly don't know how much she has to do with the idea of staying in DC. And just as I was writing this, my father came outside to the backyard where I had been sitting and gave me a suggestion. Yet another option. I am not good with options. And it was one I hadn't even considered, which is kind of silly in retrospect since I did it twice before. Come back to stay here for a few months, he said. Just move my stuff directly into a storage unit and have a base of operations in New York to look for apartments and find one I really like instead of having to find one from DC in a rush. 
Sure, living with my parents isn't an ideal situation, but it's just a temporary thing. And it makes a bit of sense. Gives me time to sort out my shit and save even more money. But it's also just further delaying the closing of this book of my life. This section. This purgatory. So basically my options are stay, go, or go, but stay a little first. This was all such exhausting shit that I had to go take a nap. And I woke up in a pretty deep depression. I missed my wife terribly. I still miss her terribly. Every fucking day. It'll be a year since we split when I move back here. But just like I thought staying in DC was best course of action yesterday, then didn't. I woke up wondering if moving back home with my parents would be the best thing. I just don't know. I am just very sad. I've cried today since waking up more than I had in weeks. Maybe it's because I'm now heading back to DC to be all alone. The long weekend is over. And I'll be going back to nothing but her everywhere I go. Not that she isn't always with me everywhere I go. When I was in the backyard with my parents, shortly before leaving to start making my way back to DC. There was a robin that landed in the grass. Maria used to always do an impersonation of a robin, ducking its head and running, then stopping and looking around, then ducking and running again. And it felt like the robin was sent to me by her. It was her. She's always there with me. I don't think I'll ever have a love like we did. A friendship like we did. But I suppose that's not a terrible thing. No two relationships are ever the same. The inside jokes you have with the other person are never the same as with another. And at some point I will be past this pain. Some days I think I am. Those days can stretch to weeks these days. But today fucking hurt. It'll be better this summer. I hope. It's the not knowing that gets me. And the choosing. Too many choices for me is never a good thing. I mean, choosing between two things is never a fucking easy thing. (sighs) I wish I knew what to do. I just want to be back with Maria and not have to do any of this shit. But I blew that up. It no longer exists. I have to move forward on my own. I have to keep the journey going. I'm sorry. I'm scatterbrained. I suppose I am making the episode I planned, as this is very much a journal of where I am right now fucking mess. Triggered. Hard. 
I'll get back to where I was emotionally. Eventually I'll be even better. Eventually life will be better. Okay, enough. I think it's time for some submissions. Siomato wrote in, How do you deal when depression hits harder than ever? Today it hit me hard and it took me a while to realize I hadn't taken my second Wellbutrin, my antidepressant, which definitely plays a part in the dip. Medication helps so very much. But mostly, I just have to ride it out. The only way out is through, even on medication. The Wobutrin helps, but it doesn't heal. I need to do that work. But sadness and grief themselves are separate from depression. Or rather, they can be. Usually they all go hand in hand. And it's hard to tell what's depression and what's the other stuff. Everyone gets sad. Not everyone gets depressed. I mean, I guess. It was weird being with people I've known who aren't as emotional as I am. It's hard to feel seen. Like I have to hide myself. Which is probably why I will always hide myself away. When I first switched back yesterday to not moving to New York, it was after being exposed to a whole bunch of people after spending so many months alone. It's so much easier to be depressed alone. It's hard for me to show emotions to people who would get uncomfortable with them. I guess that's always been the story of my life. It's why I started this. Why I started memeing. Why I talk to like-minded strangers so much why I do the stories on Instagram, asking what's on your mind. People ask that question, but often they don't want to hear it, actually. Or the people they ask don't want to tell the truth about what they're thinking or feeling or going through. A lot of people don't get me. But you do. And I'm very grateful for that. Depression, anxiety, these things are hopelessness. Anxiety is the fear of hopelessness. Depression is the belief in hopelessness. If we fall into a deep depression that seems like we can't get out of it, all hope is lost. It's what I tell anyone who wants to commit suicide. You need to find your why, find your hope, and hold on to that shit. It's even more important when things feel like they won't ever be better. Sean wrote in saying that he was thinking about how to actually live with purpose. And this is what we all need. The belief that we matter. Purpose is different for everyone, and everyone approaches it differently. It means different things to different people, and it may have nothing to do with what they do to make money. Like me, I work at a bank. That is not my purpose. 
that is a job. This is the purpose I've found, sharing my story. It's not a special story per se, but others relate to it. There are a ton of people who wouldn't listen to this. I was with a ton of them this weekend. But I think deep down, more people can relate to this than would want to admit. I see people who want to be vulnerable but bury it under bullshit. Bravado. It's mostly men. But have never been mostly a man. It's funny, I recently switched my Instagram accounts to business accounts, and I get to see all sorts of statistics. And my followers are split pretty much 67% female and 33% male. Which is pretty much exactly who I am inside. But to get back to Sean's musing on purpose, I think a lot of us feel that purpose has to be what we do our entire lives with our careers. But does that mean people who never have careers don't have a purpose? Or have less of one? Or mean less? To those who view themselves as better than others who don't do as much, yes, it does. But we can all have a purpose. If we make a difference in the lives of people other than us, especially if we make a difference to us, if we work to be different, to not worry about other people's purposes and just follow our hearts when we can, follow our why around our how, do what makes you feel good, what makes you feel more happy than sad, find a reason to keep going other than just because you woke up again. Speaking of waking up, it's now Tuesday morning, and I feel exhausted both physically and mentally. I feel sad and hopeless and restless. I don't know what to do with myself. Kind of miserable, to be honest. And I don't know I won't be this way anywhere I go. Maybe that's why I never feel comfortable or happy anywhere I am. I never feel comfortable or happy with myself. Life can be really fucking boring. Maybe that's why I always need someone to complete me. Someone to make decisions with. Since I've never been good with that. I feel like I lack purpose quite often. And right now is a moment when I feel completely stuck. I have been looking forward to this trip home for a long time now. And now that it's over, I just have to wait it out again. But wherever you go, there you are. Will I be any less miserable in New York? I think so. But it's entirely up to me. thought. When things are left entirely up to me, I tend to not do anything. I guess that's living with depression. I guess a purpose of mine is learning to live with that.
learning to integrate it, to accept it, to forgive myself for it. That's the only way to get to hope. And hope is the only way to get to happiness. At least momentary happiness. Until the hope is gone again. It's a never-ending loop of trying to look forward and then looking back with sadness. And the thought of never being happy wherever I go makes me feel a bit hopeless. It makes me feel like there is no place for me in this world. Alice wrote, How can I start all over with my life? It's hard. I've tried it so many times already. It's never truly starting over though, is it? We're always still part of it. And we change, sure, but how much really? We have our emotions and our ways of coping with them. And change is never an easy thing to cope with. I think the only way is little steps that gradually become big steps that take us somewhere new. Who I am now versus who I was 10 years ago is very different, but also not. I'm more accepting of myself, more forgiving, but I'm still scared and miserable and unsure of anything. Maybe tomorrow will be better, I tell myself every single day. Tomorrow is always another today to get through. And today always sucks. But tomorrow will be better. So it's just continuing. Just hopefully better. So I don't have a real concrete answer for you, Alice. Of how to start over. Other than just doing it. And if it sucks starting over again. Some days, that's every day. Well, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening to me ramble and for caring. Maybe next week I'll have a clearer picture of what it is I want, what I need. I'll be getting my first dose of the vaccine this Saturday and I'm very grateful for that. Nightmare is almost over. What a fucking nightmare it's been for me personally. Fucking COVID has just fucked so much up, hasn't it? But hopefully, it will actually be making things better. I'm trying to think in terms of that now. But the unknown has always been a scary thing for me. And not knowing when this will all end has been one of the worst things for me and I think for almost anybody else to go through. But what I keep thinking is, when it's all over, what then? I'll still be me. It's still going to be me waiting at the end of all of this. sadness will end. I hope. Sorry for the shorter episode this week. I'm just far too exhausted to 
even think that much, let alone think cohesively. Next week will be better, I promise. <laughs> or, you know, I'll try. As always, please subscribe to this podcast if you don't already. And rate, review, and share with everyone you know who could benefit from it. And also follow my Instagram accounts, Nick Cave and the Bad Memes, Sad Peaks, Don Trooper, Mimi Bridgers, and the Sad Bastard Pod. On the Cave and the Bad Memes and Sad Peaks, I do Q&As almost every day where you can tell me what's on your mind and I might reply to it on a future episode. And follow me on the Stereo app where I do a live podcast every Friday night or afternoon or Saturday morning. Depends on where you live. Go to Stereo.com backslash The Sad Bastard. Until next time, my friends. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to yourselves. Forgive yourselves. You are doing the best you can. Taking me down, my friend. As they usher me off to my end. Will I bid you adieu? Will I be seeing you soon? What they say around here is true